You are listening to SPN, the Sports Podcasting Network. Hey, wow. You know what? The imagination now. Everybody has changed. Now they're getting so uh, creative in terms of their thinking and what they can do. Man, it's, it's, this is the best I've seen. Yeah, when well, you jump that damn high, you got a lot of time to think. Up the floor, Reza drop down. Kobe! Oh! A high! Down hard! Kobe Bryant! Very deep, yeah. Blocked by LeBron! That basketball will never be the same! So that now has entered the frame. Yes! And welcome back to Hardwood Radio. Ben, it's that time of year where college basketball takes over. Where for a month, it doesn't really matter what happens in the NBA, where we are all interested to see who's going to be the one team remaining at the end of the 64-team journey. Yes, it's that time of the year again where it's the playoffs of the playoffs of college basketball. Um, For those who are not familiar with what the hell does that mean, it's a little bit like uh, the Champions Leagues in in, in soccer. Like It's the best of every conference playing the best of every conference. There's plenty of teams that don't even play one another in that tournament. This is exciting. This is it. The real, the future of the NBA is playing in this tournament, yeah. and they're playing. They're playing up to the debt. And you know what? For the majority of those players, this is the pinnacle of their basketball career. For the majority of players, this is the moment they will remember forever. Never mind playing a game. The moment when you are introduced into the tournament last week, you saw players react and players. On the other side of that coin example, Syracuse being so angry that they weren't one of the wild cards because I can't wear Syracuse, but uh, statistically speaking, they didn't deserve to be there. But it's the pinnacle of their career, college basketball's best, brightest, the biggest storyline, the great coaches, the great legacy like the Mike Krzyzewski with Duke. Mm -hmm. This is where legends are born. Absolutely. And, you know, even a lot, there's a lot of, NBA players who will say it like out loud my biggest my biggest uh, my biggest favorite favorite memory of, in basketball was in uh, in uh, college a lot of the UNC players Ty Lawson uh, Raymond Felton said like their greatest moments in basketball were in uh, college so it's a very it's very precious it's very uh, it's a very spectacular moment every year, and personally, I love the heck out of it. No, and exactly, Ben, and you mentioned it. It's so big now. Like, It's not played in college arena. No, it's played in the NBA arena. It's even bigger. Now it's played in football stadium with 100,000 yes. people into the final. It's gotten, for that month, let's just put a caveat there, for that month, it's bigger than everything else that's going on in the sports world in the United States for that month only, though. <laughs> Yes, and uh, a lot of people like I, I like to to uh, compare it to junior hockey in uh, in uh, in Canada, like to make to give a, a comparison to uh, to my American friends. But it's bigger than junior hockey. In some cities, some cities don't care. Some states don't care about professional sport. They care about uh, their college sport. Like North Carolina is a good example for that. Like the Carolina Hurricanes. Yep. 
Who? What? I, I just like, that. Like, get... uh, use a football analogy here. I remember yeah. when I went to Carolina a year and a half ago, we talked about the Panthers. Like, we don't care about the Panthers. We're following yeah. the college basketball and college football. There's a lot of Buckeyes in the region. There's a lot of great teams that he liked and hate and that rivalry. And that's what it's all about. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right, let's get into the brackets, Kevin. I'm That's excited. First round. Let's start with the East. So top, the upper left of your bracket. There's a game that a few games already happened, so we'll those ones will be easy. <laughs> let's start with uh, Nova and Mount St. Mary's. Yes, um, basically Villanova is the defending champion. They won a two. They won against um, against. Um, UNC in a in absolute thriller last year. They're a team full of veterans. They have, still have Chris Jenkins. They still have Jalen Bronson, uh, Josh Hart, who is in the running running to be the College Player of the Year this year. I think Villanova wins by like a thousand points. Yeah, that one's not going to be not going to be an upset in that one. But there it gets tricky. Eight versus nine. Wisconsin, Virginia Tech. That those are the toss up games. Yes, I. Personally, I don't know who you chose, but I chose Wisconsin because there are a lot of seniors. There's a lot of there. there there's a continuity. Uh, there's a continuity there, and there's this very uh, charismatic leader in this team called Nigel Hayes, who is a senior who should be drafted in the NBA draft this year. Uh, I think that Wisconsin has a history of being successful in March Madness. And I just, I just think they have the intangibles against uh, Virginia Tech. I've got Wisconsin as well. I will lean on you for that one. Now, a game that already happened: Virginia versus North Carolina, Wilmington, Virginia. The Cavaliers won easily today. Yes. Did you? Uh, w- which one did you had on this one? I kind of, uh, I, I had Virginia, the Cavaliers, but I kind of uh, switched between the Notre Dame game and Princeton and that one because mm-hmm. they were going on at the same time. And when halftime came. In the, the Princeton game, I switched over to that one. So I watched a little bit, but the Virginia were never in doubt on that one. Yes. Uh, my I that, This one was my bracket breaker. I had UNC Wilmington because they did so well uh, when they were underdogs in the last couple of years. They won some, they lost some, but they were always good underdogs. Um, I Like Virginia, Virginia, I thought they had lost all their leaders to the NBA, Justin Anderson. By the way, shout out to Justin Anderson if you're listening to us. Like he liked one of my Instagram posts today. Well, there's a there's uh, a Canadian player. There's a guy from Montreal, if I'm not mistaken, playing for uh, for Virginia, and yes. uh, he hasn't been playing as much in the, the end of the season because uh, well they were on a slump and he was kind of like the scapegoat, so his minutes dropped. But there's a Canadian contingent with Virginia Cavaliers. Yes, uh, his name is eluding me right now. Me too, Joshua something. It's uh, but yes. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and they're they're they have a good culture. They have a good defensive culture. They're a sound. Uh, they have a sound system, and apparently it was enough to beat UNC Wilmington. I am a little bit disappointed <coughs> because I thought I was very clever making that choice. Yeah. But hey, Hey, Every well, bracket gets busted in the first round, right? That's the beauty of our show starting like the same day as a thing is we can have a second go at it with the first and second yes. round. So, uh, Virginia, that one. Uh, Florida and Eastern Tennessee. Florida, the Gators won easily today. Yes, um, the Gators are a really good uh, basketball team. They've all kind of always been, even when Billy Donovan left for the NBA to coach the um, to coach the. Um, 
uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. They still got a lot of good players. They got Casey Hill. They got Canyon Barry. They got uh, they 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 are a good high tempo uh, offensive team, and I think they're just too too strong for Tennessee, who was just uh, who was who barely made it to the uh, 13th seed this year. So it was it was it was a no brainer this one. Like I would have selected Florida in a hundred different brackets. SMU versus the winner of the first four game between Providence and USC. Who was the winner, Ben, for a second? I just don't have it in front of me. It was the uh, USC Trojans. The Trojans. So the Trojans uh, versus uh, SMU. Yes. Um, this is a more difficult than it seems uh, because uh, USC is uh, USC is a good team, but they've played twice in uh, like three days, so it's going to wear on them. Uh, I like I like the SMU Mustangs. I think they're a good uh, they're they're a good uh, team. They are very good um, recruiters. Like they they get they get a lot of uh, solid uh, players in recruiting. They got Ben Moore, who I really like, and Samai Oyele. Yeah, I think Oyele. I don't. I don't know. I've never. <laughs> I, I've, I've only seen uh, footage, like scouting footage, on him. But he should be a. Uh, he should be a. Um, a a um, uh, NBA prospect. pick this year in the second round. He's a very good uh, forward. He's a very good wing player that could play two positions. I think that SMU has what it takes to establish themselves inside. And uh, and slowing him down and beat you at USC. I was, was a, has a very good scrappy team. Just not just not enough to beat a, a strong team like SMU. Baylor, New Mexico State. That one, Ben, I think Baylor is a huge favorite in that one. Yes. Uh, you got Baylor, I hope. Yes, I, yes, I do have Baylor. Yes. Uh, Baylor has been a very nice surprise this year. Um, because which is really ironic because Baylor usually is highly touted and always managed to disappoint. Yeah, uh, especially they, in the football world. They usually <laughs> always hype it up and then lose at the worst possible time. And like then they had like a very big scandal last year. Uh yes, with like I with uh, with uh, sexual like. aggression. Uh, uh, like that 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 guy sexual assault with that got like Sean Oakman like banned from football or something. Yeah, uh, yes, I think you're bang on, yes. Ah, uh, shit. Um, but the Baylor Bears in basketball, they're really good. Um, they got Jonathan Motley, who is the heart and soul of that team, who's a very uh, good, very versatile power forward. Um, they got they got a, a Belgian guy who's playing um, uh, who's playing point guard, who's really really good. Let me let me uh, uh, let me receive his name. But Jonathan Motley is NBA talent. He should be drafted in the NBA. Uh, it should be drafted in the NBA uh, this year yeah, this uh, for year. sure. Maybe in the first round. Oh wow! Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very, it's very good. It's very strong. What's the name of this? Um, he has a funny name. Uh, Manu Lecomte. Manu oh, Lecomte. Oh, a Frenchman. From, yeah, yeah, no, from Brussels, Belgium. Oh, okay, from Brussels, Bruxelles, Bruxelles. Yes, yes, that guy is uh, quick. That guy is explosive. It's fun to watch. Uh, there's a very good a sophomore called, named Jonathan Davis playing for Baylor. I think Baylor are going to run over New Mexico State. Like, we're going to win by a thousand points, just like Villanova. <laughs> South Carolina market. Even though it might be considered an upset, I always have difficulty betting against Marquette. For some reason, they always seem to have a surprise in, in their sleeves. You never know what 
where you'll get, and they have been on a run over the last few years when you don't expect them to. This one, this one is a toss-up. Like this one could go either way. I really like tossed a, a, a dollar here, and I chose market also. Uh, basically, my reasoning was that uh, USC has underwhelmed all year. Is University of South Carolina? They're just, um, they're just, they're just never put it together. Um, they, um, they, uh, they have Dennis Smith, which was who is one of the most explosive young point guards, who should be a top ten and player in the draft this year. They got Omer, your seven, who was supposed to be a top ten, a top uh, twenty player in the draft, but they, they really put together a normal average season. And Marquette, are they're, they're just. They're a team full of veterans. They're a, they're a, they're aggressive. Uh, they play together. They have a very strong culture. I got Marquette by a hair here, but it could go either way. Like this one could like bust my bracket even some more. And the last one in the East region for the first round. Uh, it's gonna happen tomorrow, I believe. This or later tonight, I'm not sure. Uh, but Duke versus Troy. Well, it's, that one's easy. You have to go with Shevsky and the Blue Devil. Come on. Duke, it's not going to be hard. Uh, I mean, Duke has been everybody's conversation all year, right? Everybody has been, uh, oh, has yeah, been well, hyping up. What's his name? What's his name? Oh, the the player who trips everybody. Uh, who gets uh, suspended. Grayson Allen. Yeah, exactly. Grayson Allen, who was uh, uh, alienated earlier this season. Yes, absolutely. Now, Grayson Allen is uh, is uh, terrible. But he's a good player. He's just like a huge distraction. But um, I don't think it's not going to matter. Jason Tatum is speaking. Um, it's going to. I think. I think Duke is going to. Uh, Luke Kennard is having a very good season. I think Duke is going to walk over Troy. Gonzaga defeated South Dakota uh, yes. State in the West Region already. So that brings us to Northwestern versus Vanderbilt. Northwestern, uh, their first ever participation in the March Madness tournament. Yes, uh, it's very close right now. The game is being played like there's 53-48 for Northwestern. Um, I had Vanderbilt because uh, they're full of seniors are going to go away next year, so I thought they were going to uh, give it an extra go. Um, Vanderbilt is losing by five points right now. I'm just hoping it's not going to bust yeah. my bracket. Which one did you choose? That's a tough one. I'm choosing Northwestern because it's their first time in a tournament. I wanted them to at least win a game before they can lose against a darling of the college basketball world over the last few years, Gonzaga. Yes. Um, yes, absolutely. Like, I cannot argue with that. Notre Dame already won, and same for West Virginia. So we're not going to belabor in those ones. Notre Dame, West Virginia in the second round, which will be going about later on. Maryland and Xavier, that one as well is a top, up the terrapins or uh, xavier xavier has been known for a great program over the last decade with great results and deep runs maryland the same i'm i i have difficulty not choosing xavier um i went for maryland because um they're they've been they've been slightly over slightly overperforming uh Overperforming in the tournament, but they're been slightly underwhelming every year. Uh, Mellow Trimble, I think now is their 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 late point guard is a junior or maybe even a senior. Like there's, it's 
they're bound to have their moments. I know Xavier is a good opponent. I know Xavier is a very physical team, which is something I really like. But Maryland is bound to have their moments. So I gave it to Maryland, but I'm not very confident about my choice. I'm taking Xavier on that one now. St. Mary, I uh, know uh, Florida State versus FGCU. That one, Florida State, the Seminoles are the favorite and are my choice as well. Oh, yeah. I think Jonathan Isaac and Dwayne Bacon are going to walk over uh, Florida Gulf Coast. I, I've said that before, and Florida Gulf Coast is very, I always have a very scrappy team. But uh, no, I think Florida State has what it takes to make a deep run this year. St. Mary's VGU. VCU, yes. VCU, sorry. My my, my bracket is Um, printed quite small, so a C and a G kind of looks similar. (laughs) It's VC. I I got VCU. Um, Their heart and soul, who was their coach, Shaka Smart, has left for the University of Texas. For the opportunity for a bigger career opportunity like and by the way guys at home re, uh, like make sure to remember the name shaka smart he is going to be an nba coach in the next five to ten years he's very very good coach uh, i got vcu they're 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 a good running team they're they've got a they've got a winning culture um i'm i think they have what it takes to upset uh, saint mary's um, I'm not 100% confident into it, but I always, I always think VCU is a very tough opponent like that tends to run you off the floor. So I'm going with VCU. Arizona, North Dakota to finish the West first round. It's kind of hard not to go with Arizona and number two versus number 15. Arizona is the logical favorite here. Arizona is going to bowl North Dakota and out of the tournament. Like it's not gonna be even. It's not. It's not. Does it? It's not even worth discussing. Like they're going to whoop the floor with North North Dakota. They're gonna win by two thousand points. Kansas versus the winner of the first four between SC San and UC Davis. Uh, Davis won, right? Yes. And they so uh, it, uh, so, yeah. so UC Davis versus Kansas. We all know it's gonna be Kansas. Like it's they basically the first four is to have the opportunity to have the cameras on you for one game. Yes, and my boy Josh Jackson, who is my favorite uh, prospect in the upcoming NBA draft, is going to relish the chance to play under the spotlight. I'm getting Kansas by infinity points, and Josh Jackson like scores 500. Another 1,000 points performance. This time it's going to be Kansas, according to Ben. So that yes. is very interesting. Miami, Michigan State. This one is going to be closer. Michigan State with Tom Izzo. We all know what they can do. Miami, the Hurricanes, whoa, it's a toss-up as well. I kind of have difficulty, especially in the first round, not choosing the Spartans. I picked Michigan State too. Uh, I don't feel good with my choice because Michigan State has have a very young team. But then again, Michigan State underperformed last year and broke my heart with the team of veterans. So we never know. I chose Michigan um, State as well. Yes, so we never know. Uh, but I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not a hundred percent satisfied. Uh, sure of my choice. Iowa State versus Nevada. Iowa State is a logical favorite as well. I would take Iowa State in my bracket too. Uh, Big Ten teams usually have uh, uh, some uh, a bigger experience level because of their different uh, difficult season with some big teams in there so uh, mm-hmm. i do feel iowa state will have the oh. upper hand here 
Oh yeah, and Iowa State's a very it's a well-oiled offensive machine. I mean, they were uh, they were the team of uh, Fred Hoiberg, who now coaches the uh, the Chicago Bulls, and now like he he installed the very strong system over there and the team is always performing year after year i think they're going to uh, nevada is a very unstable uh program they're good some years some years they're really really terrible so i think that uh, iowa state is going to show some professionalism and continuity and they're going to knock uh nevada out of the tournament and a team that's not necessarily in the Midwest, uh, <laughs> Vermont, <laughs> Purdue yes. and Vermont. You know, Vermont is the closest geographical located team to where Ben and I are located. And we, I kind of wish they would have a shot, but I see the Boilermakers here moving on. For oh, sure. yeah. Caleb Swanigan is going to have like 500 rebounds. Caleb Swanigan is the darling of, of college basketball because he looks like a man playing amongst chi- children. Everything comes easy to him. He gets, he gets big numbers, a big, strong forward. That should go in the draft this year too. So I got Purdue also. Like they're 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 going to bang it inside the down low and they're going to they're going to win that game. Some people are expecting an upset in the next one, Creighton and Rhode Island. I don't believe so. I do feel Creighton will win, and I will go chalk on that one. I really like Creighton. I really think they're a fun team this year. Um, they might, they might crumble. They might, they might not put it together. I don't think so. Uh, I think Rhode Island are a very spirited team. I think they're very, uh, they're very well coached. But I got Creighton by sheer offensive power. Oregon, Lone and Yona. Oregon, the team, one of the teams in the country that has the biggest amount of resources, according to them. Uh, just the fact that Nike and everything surrounding that uh, that relationship, it is a powerhouse in every sport. And at least in the first round, you can expect Oregon and the Ducks to move on. Yes, um, they 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 had they lost Quebecer uh, Chris Boucher who got a uh, uh, torn ACL I think last week or the week before. So it's gonna it's gonna hurt them. But they're so deep. They got Dylan Brooks. They got they got a lot a lot of good players. So now nah, it's not it's not gonna be even hard like Oregon by by a mile. Michigan Oklahoma State. Do you think there's going to be an upset here, or should I ride the Wolverines? I got the Cowboys. I got Oklahoma State Cowboys. They got some. They got. They're led by a very young, dynamic point guard, Juwan Evans. Um, I love what I've seen from them this year. I think, and I and Michigan has been a non-factor. So I got the Cowboys. I think it's an easy upset, like you do too, because when the seeding happens, there is always the name and university factor that does make mm-hmm. a play when they get to be ranked and yes. i think that's one of the instances here of uh, yeah on paper those teams seems to be far from each other but in reality it's a lot closer and i will go with the upset with the cowboys as well yeah, yeah i really like the cowboys on this one now louisville jack state yeah come on has to be the cardinals yeah, no, I'm not even going to name that other team, Louisville, by whatever they <laughs> yeah, want. right. It's kind of cool, though. They have a nice name, but uh, oh, yeah. it's going to finish right here. Oh, yeah, big time. Louisville Louisville is going. Louisville has been performing very well this year. Um, they're led by Donovan Mitchell. Um, they're, I don't even, I, uh, I, it's, not, it's not even going to be a factor. 
Now, we've talked about big teams, and you have Duke in the East, Kansas in the mm-hmm. Midwest, Gonzaga in the West, and the South, a perennial contender, favorite. And now, the way it's all set up, we can have a final championship game between the biggest two rivals in college basketball history, one of those being Duke, the other one, the following team, North Carolina versus Texas Southern. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure it's going to happen. It would be awesome if it did because I would love to see North Carolina get their heart broken again. <laughs> oh, um, you're so they're, mean. Their fan base will love having their heart broken. And um, they're, like, they're like the arsenal of college basketball. But Ooh, uh, they, should, they, they should beat, they should beat uh, Texas Southern pretty handy. They still have much of their core players they had last year. Um, yeah, I got the, I don't, got North Carolina in run one. Arkansas, Seton Hall. Seton Hall has been an upset favorite over the last few years, and I think it's going to continue. I'm taking Seton Hall on that one. It's a toss-up. Uh, I think it's a toss-up. I think anything can happen in that game. I got Seton Hall, too, because I for the only reason that I saw them a lot this year yeah. on television and I like their team. We need uh, upsets, right? I don't have any... You need to choose upsets. And you need to choose upsets in your yeah. bracket. Otherwise, because if you don't choose them, uh, Murphy's Law is going to choose them for you and then your bracket's going to be busted way too early. So you have to kind of predict an upset here and there. Speaking of, um, I got, there's one minute 30 left to Middle Tennessee and Minnesota. And I got Middle Tennessee that I picked, and the Middle Tennessee is winning by nine. So hopefully I get this upset. So I am riding Middle Tennessee on that one. Butler is the opponent of the, the, the winner of Middle Tennessee and Minnesota. Cincinnati, Kansas State. Cincinnati, the Bearcats are the favorite in that one. But it's, it's still a close matchup. Who do you got? I got Cincinnati. Um, I haven't seen them much all year, but once again, uh, Kansas State is the poorer children of Kansas. No player playing at Kansas State wants to play at Kansas State, so I got. I got. Uh, <laughs> They've just Cincinnati. been rejected. It's all reject. It's all Jayhawks rejections. Pretty much. So I got. Uh, I got uh, Cincinnati. UCLA and Kent State UCLA a good team this season that had a lot of attention because of a certain player that his dad just can't stop talking yes uh, Lonzo Ball I don't know if you saw you saw guys at home but on Twitter there's a hashtag called Lavar Ball says which is really funny <laughs> Now, Charles Oakley has, no, uh, Charles Barkley, sorry. So Charles has challenged him to a game of horse, and LaVar Ball's like, I'm not going to do it, but if I would, I would kick your ass at it. Pretty much, pretty much. And uh, but LaVar Ball is just talking nonsense in order to hype his son. Like he said, I think like that his his prize for a, an endorsement deal was $1 billion. So it's like it's his starting price. So, you know. Make up that what you want. But UCLA is going to win this game against Kent State. Yeah, I got the Bruins as well. All right. Two matchup left in the South. We have Dayton versus Wichita State. The hardest choice of the entire first round. Um, I always pick against Dayton and I always lose. And I don't know who to pick. Uh, I picked Wichita State because um, they have a lot of 
career college players who play for long. They play long together. They have a lot of chemistry. Uh, Dayton, I don't know them as well this year, so I prefer to pick the devil I knew. All right. I'm going with Wichita State as well. And the last matchup in the first round, Kentucky versus no Kentucky. Yes, North Kentucky. Yes. Uh, if there's a major earth-shattering ups- upset, it would not surprise me it would be there because Kentucky has been inconsistent all year. They have a lot of good players, but they're not they're not playing together. There are a lot of guys like just showcasing for the NBA. I'd pick Kentucky anyway uh, because of the sheer firepower, but I don't see them getting very far in the tournament this year. I got Kentucky as well. All right, let's plow through the second round quickly here, Ben. Yes. Villanova, Wisconsin. I got Villanova into my Sweet 16. I got Wisconsin. Boom. First upset. Boom. Yes, sir. I think that uh, Villanova and um, Wisconsin are two underwhelming physical uh, athletic team, and I think that uh, Wisconsin's basketball IQ is going to win. Virginia, Florida. I have the Gators over the Cavaliers. I I haven't got to this one because I had UNC Wilmington. I got to go with the Cavaliers. If the Cavaliers fended off UFC Wilmington, I think they're going to be able to fend off uh, Florida as well. SMU Baylor for both of us here. Uh, oof, that one's a tough one. I would go with yes. SMU. Uh, I got to go with Baylor. I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to Baylor this year. I think going to make it to at least to the Sweet 16. But um, yeah, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be it's a, very, it's a very tough one. Two athletic team, two, two physical team, and it's going to be a very good basketball game. Now, Marquette and Duke. It's going to be fun to see that game, but I do expect the Blue Devil to come out unscathed. Duke, it's not gonna be hard. Gonzaga Northwestern, it's really fun story for Northwestern. Uh, I think that was my chest. I think he had a different one, but Gonzaga, anyways, is going to be there. Uh, yes, uh, Gonzaga. I to me is always a perennial upset candidate. Oh, it's 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 sixty one fifty eight with two minutes to go. So maybe Vanderbilt's gonna win. We don't know. Uh, but uh, Gonzaga has been been very uh, flawless this year. They haven't been explosive or super interesting in any aspect, but they're not making a lot of mistakes, and I think it's going to get them very far in this March Madness. Yeah, there's two minutes left, and there's two points difference. So we'll keep you updated before the end of the show as well. Notre Dame, West Virginia. I think the Fighting Irish on uh, just coming off of St. Patrick's on St. Patrick's weekend, Notre Dame has to win. I got a I got an admission to make. I am in love with this West Virginia team. They're 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 they play hard defense. They play fast. They play hard, and they always an underdog in March Madness. And they always over deliver. And I think now that they're a favorite, they're going to over deliver and they're going to beat Notre Dame. All right. So Ben has West Virginia. I have Notre Dame. Xavier, Florida State. I was kind of leaning toward Xavier. Those are, I know you had Maryland, but uh, Florida State, the Seminoles for me, will be my choice to move to the Sweet 16. Same, same as well. They've been, they've been very consistent this year. 
uh, and they played they played a very good, very aggressive uh, offensive game. I got I got Florida as well. VCU Arizona Arizona all the way. They're so good Arizona this year. Like they, this, they, these guys are are one of the top of the top like championship candidates. Like they're one of the three four teams that has a real shot at it. I think they're going to blow VCU out of the water. And because of a tough draw, it's going to be difficult for Tom Izzo to pass further than the second round, facing one of the favorites to win the whole damn thing. Kansas, Kansas should be Michigan State. Yes, in all logic. Yes, there are some illogic thing, things that happen whenever Tom Izzo is around because he's a really good coach. But Bill Self is a really good coach, too. Uh, I like Tom Izzo a lot more than Bill Self, but I think that Tom Izzo, uh, Bill Self has the ammunition in order to get through this. Iowa State, Purdue. Mm, I kind of like the Boilermakers here. Uh, God, that's hard. Um, I have an Iowa State. I don't know why I chose Iowa State, but I have Iowa State. Uh, I'll go with them, but this could really go either way. Like This is going to be a tremendous basketball game. Creighton, Oregon. It's going to be fun. Creighton, yes, yes, but Oregon favorite here still in the second round. They're just too deep. They just have too many good players to put in their rotation. They're just too they just put too much pressure offensively. Like Oregon, Oregon are another one of these favorites to win the entire thing this year. They're that good. Now Oklahoma coming off an upset of Michigan, can they do it once more versus Louisville? Probably not. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> the sound. The sound. Uh, the soundness of Louisville is very uh, impressive this year. Like they're always, they're always a very good, disciplined, uh, offensive team under Rick Pitino. And I got Louisville. I got Louisville to go against Oregon in the uh, Sweet 16. North Carolina, Seton Hall, great matchup here. I do favor the Tar Heels, though. I would love Seton Hall to win. I have a weak spot for Seton Hall this year, but they're not going to win. Uh, North Carolina should have enough firepower uh, offensively to last through um, Seton Hall's onslaughts down low. Down low. Um, yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got North Carolina. Could Metal Tennessee be this year's Cinderella story and have a second upset in a row this time against Butler? Um, by the way, they won. They officially won Middle Tennessee, eighty-two to eighty-one to seventy-two. So I got my first major upset here. I'm very proud. Uh, Butler, no, no, it's not gonna happen. Like I wish it could happen, but Butler, Butler are powerhouses here. Like I got Butler in the Sweet 16 against North Carolina. Cincinnati, UCLA, interesting matchup. But UCLA, a team with a lot of potential, with a very high ceiling. If everything clicks, I will go yes. with the Bruins here. I got. I got the Bruins too. They haven't showed much weakness this year. And Lonzo Ball, as much as his father is a clown, he looks really, he looks like the type of guy. He's the type of guy that makes his teammates better. So, so watch out for Lonzo Ball. I think he's going to be very impressive and be a player. And I think he should power Cincinnati. He should power the Bruins through Cincinnati. This is a fascinating game. It's tied with 26 seconds to go. We'll go back to that oh game. Oh, my God. Vanderbilt, Northwestern, free throw line. 
if he makes it, it's t- 65 to 64. <gasps> this is kind of crazy. And he makes it 65 to 64 Northwestern with 26 seconds. Two possessions. Jesus. <laughs> That's crazy. It's it's gonna it's gonna take forever to finish, or they're gonna take timeouts over oh, yeah. timeouts over timeouts. Oh yeah, we have time to talk about Wichita State and Kentucky. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's another hard one. Like if if Kentucky is gonna get upset, they're gonna get upset here. Um, Wichita State is a team of veterans and like a lot of chemistry, which Kentucky doesn't have. Um, I'm tempted to I'm tempted to take Wichita State here, but Malik Monk, uh, who is a top ten draft pick, almost a lock for a top ten draft pick this year, unless he gets injured, is always a threat to get hot. He's always a threat to uh, he's always a threat to the defense. The Aaron Fox can't shoot, but is a very good point guard. Um, they got Bam Adebayo, who can. Roll, uh, run the pick and roll with Malik Monk. Uh, they got too much talent to sp- spare this game, to, to split this game. I got I got Kentucky and going to the um, the Sweet 16 and facing UCLA where it's not going to go very well. I have Kentucky as well, Ben. All right, that will wrap up the show for this week. We have the first and second round next week. We're coming back with the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8 just in time to preview those games. And Ben, until next week, as always, enjoy your basketball. You too, guys. You were listening to SPN, the Sports Podcasting Network. Visit us, Sports Podcasting Network dot com